Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Live, Live from the Toad Hop Network studios in Hollywood. This, this is the ToadHopNetwork.com. It's a groovy way of relaxing. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. Hey, what's up, Geekscapers? Welcome to a brand new Geekscape. We're going to be talking movies, video games, and comic books, and a little bit of television in the next hour. Uh, if this is your first Geekscape, that is what we are about. If this isn't, this is actually Geekscape number 302. My buddy Kenny Craig is here in the studio uh, engineering today. How are you doing, Kenny? Good, good. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. Uh, my guest isn't here, Mr. Jacob Lopez, longtime Geekscape writer. He's been writing for us since uh, he was in high school. And um, he goes, hey, man, I'll be there early. The show starts at 9, right? Yeah. No, uh, I mean, to Jake's credit, he goes, hey, I get done with school this morning at 10, and so I can be there early. And I'm like, oh, dude, he's just being bummed around. But then I should have gotten suspicious. Why? When he asked if a girl could come. Oh, what? See, that's the thing. When you, when you, when you, when you, when you, I've known this kid since he was like in high school, and um, and now I guess he's in college or even in grad school. Um, he's been with us the entire, you know, time that Geekscapes existed, and, uh, and and he texted me like earlier, and he's like, hey, is it cool if so-and-so comes? Mm-hmm. She doesn't want to like be on the mic or anything, and I'm like, that's fine. So, suspicion, suspicion. Um, that uh, To his yeah. credit, there's yeah. incredible traffic outside. And oh, the, the traffic's crazy. And, he, and even even worse, it's even harder yeah. to drive yeah. when you're getting a blowjob. There, oh, hey, hey. Whoa, <laughs> hey, man. I've known this kid since he was like a... A kid. Um, he's, not he's, a kid here. he's here. Here he comes. Oh, here he okay. comes. We'll get him in here. Uh, come on in. I don't. I don't know. They're like being polite. They're like letting yeah. people out. Just get get in here. All right. Sit. You sit down over here, Jake. We, we've already <laughs> talked about why you're why you're late. Um, we know that there's traffic, but uh, I, I'm going to throw it as a, a different reason. Um, I'm actually going to going to say, you know what? It's um. It's. Uh, I knew that there was going to be a problem when you said, uh, uh, "Can I bring a girl with me?" And I was like, okay, all right, a little little hanging out with a girl, and then all of a sudden, next thing he knows, he's late. 
So there's, what? There's a lot of traffic. Yeah, there is a lot of traffic here. Speaking of your mic, Jake, 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 Jake. Uh, you, you can you can you can turn it. You can like mess with it to 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 point it at your face. There you go. There you go. Um, yeah, no traffic stunk. Traffic stunk. But uh, we're here on Geekscape. I guess the uh, big news right away is that James Spader is going to be playing Ultron in the Avengers too, and that's the one that that, that came out. Did you hear that? Uh, no, Kenny. I'm, I'm so sorry. How how is, how is this going to work? Um, what, what, it's going to work. The whole with the as James Spader is going to be playing. Thing? That's my theory. My theory is that Jarvis is going to go bad, and uh, and instead of getting Paul Bettany, uh, they got James Bader to play <laughs> evil Jarvis uh, turned into Ultron. So, I mean, they've already said that they're not going to have Hank Pym in the movie, which I, Hank Pym's my favorite Avenger because he's, like, the most messed up one, mm -hmm. and I think he's the most interesting, but they're not going to have him. They're going to have... Uh, yeah, the origin of Ultron be something else, and you know everybody's kind of pointing at it being Ultron turned bad, especially after Iron Man three. They removed Extremis, and I guess maybe his internal human link to um, to, to Jarvis may have been the only thing keeping Jarvis in check. And now Jarvis is like, now I'm just AI, and I can run free, and I can turn into Ultron. It, it, I mean, it makes a ton of sense from like a comic book fan's perspective. It makes a ton of sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you don't add extra characters. You can keep things tight and. It's something that's already been established in the continuity, but I gotta I gotta be vocal that Hank Pym I just want to see him because I think he's like an interesting character. Then again, I thought Iron you know Tony Stark was an interesting character, and they completely steered clear of the whole alcoholism thing that you know made him damaged. Um, so who knows? Maybe maybe it's for the better. Um, your thoughts, Jake? Jake's like well, still in traffic. Jake's like still seeing taillights. Did, did you see that news about the the wasp that was it made as far as storyboard animation? No. Uh, yeah, she she was in storyboard animation in, fact, in the she, Avengers. Yeah, she, oh, I did read that. Okay, yeah, that the, the that scene where the camera pans around them as a group in New York, she was uh, supposedly standing next to Captain America or something like that. Uh huh. So, yeah, I want to see those characters in the movie, of course. Um, but just having Wasp without Hank Pym, who knows? You got to trust in Whedon and just kind of see if he'll do it. Um, and that's something I think a geek says a lot: just trust in Whedon and see if he'll deliver. Um, if you guys either trust or don't trust in Whedon, go ahead and give us a call, 323-622-8623, because obviously this is the big thing that we're going to be talking about. The other big thing that's happening in the geek sphere is PAX is this weekend, right? Yeah, I believe it is. PAX is this weekend in Seattle. Uh, Jake is now a college kid with films to make, right? You're, you're in film school? Yes. And, uh, and so you can't go to PAX? No. And you can't go and play all those games? you got to stay here and work. Well, I couldn't even afford it if I wanted to go. Hey, all right, all right, all right. Um, <laughs> Tuition's pretty high right now. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, how much ramen have you eaten as being like a college student? I, I, did, I did go on an all-ramen diet when I was sick for seven days straight. What? Yeah. But I, not, not because you were a poor college kid? No, I signed up for a meal plan, so that helps out a lot. Right. Um, just swipe your card, and it's a buffet. Yeah, totally. I remember that in undergrad, having that. Yeah. And you're an undergrad, right? Yeah. Uh, USC School of Cinematic Arts. Yes. You're gonna be making some good stuff. You're gonna be making some bad stuff. Hopefully, good stuff. Hopefully, good stuff. But I think, uh, like, 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 like all those filmmakers ended up making bad stuff. I think they were aspiring to do good stuff. You know what I mean? Well, you know, Brian Singer had knocked it out of the park with his first movie, but sure. then he made Superman Returns and X Men. And oh, <laughs> <laughs> he had to go with Superman Returns. And all those, you're like, yeah, he made Superman Returns and that one where Tom Hank, Tom Cruise has an eye patch. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying. Uh, and I was like, well, was it, did Steve Gutenberg intend to make all those bad movies? No, I think he was making good movies. Like, I like, guess what happens when, when Matt Kelly sent me, I don't know if you're listening or not, Matt Kelly, but you, I need a reminder. Matt Kelly sent me a clip 
of this piece of crap. What was it called? It was called like Vampire Devil's Daughter or something. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, like like it was like the vampire of the devil. Like the devil was a vampire. It was some garbage, and they shot it like on VHS. And I was like, oh no, 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 no. And he, and he sent me just the trailer. And uh, he's like, I swear these people are ad-libbing their way through a movie and just, like, making it up as it goes. <laughs> and uh, and I remember doing that. It was called Spores. <laughs> and did you ever see Spores, the movie no, we made in undergrad? No. You'll never see it then. <laughs> 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 we showed it at the very first Geekscape Gauntlet. Okay. And it's a 75-minute movie that we made in undergrad. And there was a script. But it was, you know, half the time it was it was ignored. Um, because obviously it wasn't the Shakespeare, you know, <laughs> and, um, and it was like Night of the Comet. It was like our Night of the Comet where two guys are just nerds and a comet passes in the atmosphere and sprinkles like, you know, alien dust on everybody and turns them into zombies. And these two nerds who are just nerds, they don't get effect- infected because they're nerds. And, uh, and so they then go out and, you know, they have to, to fight zombies, but they're space zombies. So there's like <laughs> no makeup. It's people just literally going, uh, <laughs> it's just a piece of garbage. Um, and I have it, but uh, I actually have it on like a digital format. We shot it all on DV tapes, and uh, I don't, I don't know if you'll ever see it, but it, it might be something that you, maybe just you, Jake. I don't, I'm talking to the general Geekscapist. Geekscapist generally, no, you'll never see it. They can stick with Gay by Don. Right? They can stick with Gay by Don on, on YouTube. Jake Lopez, though, you might actually see Spores. As my gift to you to aspire to make better movies, watch Spores and be like. Mm, okay, now I know what not to do for 75 minutes. Um, so uh, you're in film school, and I think that I'm proud of you because obviously, <laughs> as I told the Geekscape, is you started out with us, yeah. and you're like one of our longest tenured writers. Yeah, seven, 17, I think. You were 17 when you started writing for us. Yeah. So you're 24 now. 22. 22. Well, is it only five years? Yeah. This is six, I mean, depending on where the birthday lands. But that being said, uh, yeah, I guess our website has only been there for six years. Before that, it was just kind of like it was just kind of like podcast. What I did is I responded to your bulletin on MySpace. On MySpace. On MySpace. That's how it went down. Is that how we met? Well, I mean, I'd been listening because of Roth Alpel. Sure. Um, But then you put out a bulletin because you're actually starting up a site separate from the forums. Separate from the from the podcast, right? And you're looking for writers. And you said, hey. So I, I, I was writing for my school newspaper at the time. And what kind of stuff were you writing for them? Maybe maybe we got the so, short uh, end of the stick having you write about Halo. No, I, I wrote, I, in fact, my uh, my article, which, which was, uh, you had me send in one article that I've already written to see what right. I could do. And that, I wanted that was, to see what you could do. It was a preview on Halo 3. I mean, he was always a nerd. What's <laughs> <laughs> going on here? Like... I thought he was going to write something like uh, like, like how, you know, th- he was going to start like a petition at the school or, you know, do something for like social change and be like, be like, we need, you know, more, we need more soda, found, you know, soda, so, like soda machines at the student lobby or, you know, the price of pencils in the student store needs to be brought down. Like I thought he was actually going to be do- like using journalism for social change at his uh, high school. Halo 3? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it said it was like, so what do you guys think of... Uh, my ability to teabag everyone in the school. <laughs> oh, I, I'm glad that we didn't derail you from like some journalistic integrity you might have no, ever had. Th- my biggest article aside from Halo 3 was um, our, our district was planning on building a new high school for the last 10 years. So I reported on it because nothing had been done yet. Right. So I didn't know where the money like, was going well, to. That's the deal. Yeah. And so I, I wrote about that. And, Wait, hold on. And, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Halo 3. All right, well, <laughs> good thing you were writing about Halo 3. <laughs> you, 
know what's funny is that probably somebody like the archives of a student newspaper was like, first off, that, that is that high school built yet? Yeah, it is now. Okay, so 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 maybe he was the guy who started the like the pedal rolling down the hill that eventually became the boulder that turned into a high school. That, that's a uh, whatever. Snowball. You know that's what I'm saying? Like, pebbles rocks don't snowball. get bigger when they're no, going downhill. Right. I, I, it's I a snowball much, effect. I, I, snowball. I, played, I played too much Katamari. I played too much Katamari. Yeah. Yeah. I love Katamari. Yeah, you're like, ah, it's, it's the pebble that rolls down that picks up the pencil and then the cat. And, and then the table and then... And then he attaches himself to a t-shirt and there's a train. And he just starts rolling over the hill. Uh, so you were the guy. Okay, I'm, I'm going to take the stone metaphor. Uh, but you were the first brick to be removed. You're the first one chipping at the wall that ultimately fell and led to a high school. Let's go with that one. And, um, and, and they were like, I wonder what happened to this kid. And it's like cut to Jake just like teabagging somebody, you know, like – um, in Blood Gulch, she's like, yeah. this is where I'm at. Um, so you've been writing this, and you wrote Teabag Prevention, and you were like, you were, I mean, you were a big part of the site getting traffic early on with yeah. this Teabag Prevention stuff. And then uh, Halo 4, and then the Gears of War. And, and so now that we have PAX, uh, now that you're in film school, which is taking up like most of your time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, are you going to play any of these games? Let's start talking about video games in the fall lineup. Let's start talking about PAX and what you think is being previewed at PAX and all this noise. Uh, what are the games you're looking forward to first in the fall? Let's start well, there. I, I honestly can't remember the last video game I actually bought. Get the hell out of here. But Go. I'm going to need a video <laughs> game guest. Uh, Kelsey, have you been playing video games? <laughs> Replace them. But I, I probably will be picking up GTA V. Definitely. Um, I'm not completely sold on Blacklist yet with Splinter Cell. Right. Because of the voice actor change. Right. Um, and I might pick up uh, the Arkham Origins. Yeah, speaking of a voice actor change. I know. I th- um, it's no longer Rocksteady either, so I'm also hesitant on that. Yeah, it's no longer Rocksteady. It's just Warner Brothers Studios, right? Yes. And they're making this, they, they made this change from Arkham City and Ar- you know Arkham Asylum to Ar- Arkham Origins. And um, what's cool is I think I've, knock on wood, but I mean, he's in the books now. We have the voice actor who's taking over for Kevin Conroy as Batman. We have the voice actor coming in in October to talk about Arkham, Origin, or Arkham Origins and like doing the whole taking over for the guy who a lot of people say is like the best Batman like of all time right like the guy who Kevin Conroy who's been doing the, the Batman in the games and it, correct Since me if, before I was born I think before so. you were born in the animated series right mm-hmm. like this guy is Batman and you know especially with like the whole Ben Affleck casting last week everybody's like well who's the best Batman who's the best Batman and I'm a fan of Kent Michael Keaton of course yeah some people really like Christian Bale um, but you got to give it up for Kevin Conroy because like he is I mean He's Batman. Yeah, I mean, that's what I grew up with. I think uh, animated series premiered in either 90 or 91. Right. I was born in 91. Oh, okay. And, um, you know, I used to watch it on, you know, Cartoon Network or WB. Mm -hmm. And um, I I grew up with that. And he's like, I mean, he gets the intonation. He gets the severity. I mean, he's he's Batman, right? Like, that is the kind of Batman we only wish that in tone, like, you could actually put on a screen. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, so we'll see what I mean. This this new guy for Arkham Origins, we'll have him here in the studio, and we'll see what what he's all about. You know, because those are like the biggest shoes to fill, right? Like, sure, yeah. Ben Ben has to come after like Christian Bale, but this guy has to come after the one who's like the fan favorite. Uh, who is it? What's his name? I, I'm trying to recall his name, and I apologize because he's going to be a guest in the in the studio in here in a couple of weeks. <laughs> but uh, sorry, that, bad question. Didn't mean to bring yeah. it up. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, I'm obviously like scrambled eggs right now. Um, I'm a little bit like. Don't worry, that Katamari pebble will pick up, and then you'll be a knowledge of everything in a few minutes. Kenny, I'm unqualified to do this show. And here's the thing. I don't even see why Jake is here, because I was unqualified. 
qualified to do the show then. And I don't know why Jake listened, except that, like, I guess Ralph mentioned me on a Lost podcast. Yeah, it was Dharma Lars. Like, he mentioned you know, me on a, on a Lost podcast, and all of a sudden you started listening to this, and, you know... I don't. I don't know what Ralph does with his life anymore, <laughs> but but you're obviously still with Keekscape. So, so he's still on a lost podcast. Still, still, he's still, <laughs> still going strong. He's, he's still lost. And uh, and then and then Kelsey, who's in the studio right here, like you guys met playing Gears of War. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean they, they they met. They were I was playing Gears of War with both of them. What? And that's how they met. Yeah, uh, Geekscape brings people <laughs> yeah. together. Geekscape brings people together. It also takes people apart, but um, that's how that's how I met my first rapist too. <laughs> yeah, I, I, th- I, think, I think only my relationships fall apart through Geekscape. I think they, like, everyone else makes friends, and me, I'm the one who's like, oh, another bridge. Let me get out the kerosene. <laughs> so that's kind of how it works. So you got Arkham Origins, and that's one that you're totally going to get, right? You're going to get it, or not going to get it. I, it. I want to get it. It's just a matter of. Is it going to be as? Is it going to be on the par with Rocksteady games? Because it's not just the voice acting. It's the, no. It's the, the gameplay. Yeah, and they haven't really done an open world Arkham game yet with the city. Neither had Rocksteady. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's right. just it's it's uncharted territory. So it can be really good. Or it can be really bad. But it was uh, it was a it was uncharted territory for Rocksteady as well. Yeah, it was. But it was more yeah. linear, especially Arkham Asylum. Arkham Asylum was a bit linear. Um, was, but yeah, very. Yeah. Um, I mean Arkham Arkham City. I mean, yeah, the city was trashed and everything. It was, it was semi-open world. You couldn't go into everything unless right. the, the game prompted you to. And how much do you know about the open world in Arkham Origins? Is it literally on the level of, like, maybe one of the early GTA games or maybe one of the GTA games now? Is it that open world? Or is it something where, I mean, even Arkham City, like, you have a little bit of a, you know, um, you can yes, you can choose which kind of villain you go along with, but there is a storyline you have to keep on with. You know, like, maybe you do the Bane missions. Maybe you went and did the... Mm-hmm. You know the 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 Zaz phone call missions, but for the most part, it had its own little storyline. Yeah. You know how much do you know about Arkham Origins? Is it going to have a big open world or not? What I assume it's going to be more along the lines of Spider-Man Two, the video game, which was good. And except, I mean, obviously it's going to be a bigger map, but I mean, Spider-Man Two, yeah, you got to go everywhere, but you weren't able to get inside every building. Or right. you know, it's, 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 I think it's going to be more along the lines of that because I mean, Batman. I mean, Batman has no business going into every building anyway. In Spider-Man 2, everybody likes it, and it's kind of like top five Spider-Man game. Yeah. But I still cons- I, I still think that my favorite Spider-Man game in that open-world setting is the Ultimate Spider-Man one that they did. I feel like there was almost too much to like annoying stuff to do in <laughs> Spider-Man 2. Like, every two seconds, I was like, help, I'm being yeah. mugged. There was the balloon. Help. You had to get the balloon, too. Yeah, it was the like every balloon. two seconds. I was like, listen, <laughs> Spider-Man doesn't want to waste his time with this, okay? Spider-Man's got bigger fish to fry. All right, the vultures running around shooting people like 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 metal wingtips into people. I don't. I, I'm not going to grab your purse. All right, learn to kick somebody in the balls. Okay, like I think that Spider Man has a responsibility to the city to actually teach some of them to fight. Like maybe they're coupons or something that you redeem for. Like like once you're saved, maybe he like pulls a flag off of your waist, like in touch football. And I was like, all right, this is good for one. This is good for one, one saving. Yeah. All right, but next thing you got to do is put a zip cord on your wallet or your purse. So that when they try and mug you, like you're a little bit more prepared and at least have enough time to rack them in the balls or you know, here's some mace. That's what Spider Man should do. He should just like, you know, save you once and then be like, listen, here's a tip and like gives them some mace. Right? Like superheroes have a responsibility to not just be doormats. I'm on tangents. Uh that that was my problem with Spider Man too. Was that there was almost too much stuff. Yeah. Um but again, if it is that open world, I'm looking forward to it. But um, there are a ton of villains in this. There one are a ton too. of villains, right? Are they the right villains? 
see. I mean, as a Batman fan, are they the right villains? I mean, do you really care like running around chasing some of these people? Especially Black Mask. Yeah, Black Mask. Like <laughs> Black Mask just feels like the, the okay. The Joker's on the game, so let's use Black Mask. You know what I mean? Like he needs he needs a group of thugs, and he needs like to run a little criminal organization. Like, okay, let's have Black Mask. Um, and you know, I think Killer Croc is a welcome return. I like the yeah. Firefly stuff. I like the stuff with uh, Deathstroke. Mm-hmm. You know, I like all that stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm with you. If there are games to pick up this fall, let's say you're limited to five games, which I'm not limited to five games. I'm more like limited to three and we're like two, right, because of our, our schedules. But um, I think Arkham Origins really has to be on that list. Yes. Okay. And, and you and I are also in agreement for the GTA 5. That should be probably number one. That's shoo-in. That's, that's number one with a bullet, my mm-hmm. friend. That's, that's number one with a lot of bullets being pointed at prostitutes <laughs> while driving uh, with six stars over a bridge uh, in a and, tank. And that's you know what how that big is. the map is, too, right? Now, I've seen the map. It, it's supposed, I've seen the map, but it, I, I don't know in relation to the I, size. I'm pretty sure of, it's bigger than San Andreas, right? Red Dead Redemption, GTA 4 combined. I'll see you next year. Like, yeah, like, yeah. I, 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 I put a thousand hours in this game, and I'm fifty percent completion. Yeah, keep in mind. I mean, <laughs> what you just said <laughs> makes me rethink buying the game. But can you ride a horse throughout the whole game? Oh, I'm buying. I hope there are horse cops in yeah. it. Yeah, horse cops, like cops on horseback. Horse cops would be great. Yeah, they should have centaurs in this fucking game. They should have centaurs in GTA. Yeah, just centaur horse cop. Ho- yeah. Can you let me go? <laughs> Nay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that's one thing that, that they don't do. Like, I, I, honestly, in GTA 4, like, you could go and, like, shoot all the pigeons, mm-hmm. right? And that was, like, one of the yeah, achievements. Why did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> I like the game, man. All right? You bet. Like, I shot, like, two pigeons, and it's just, I'm not going to go through New York trying to find pigeons. Listen, man. Mike Tyson's <laughs> pissed at you right now. I shot, the pigeon I, man. I, shot the, I shot the pigeons, like, as I was doing the game. I was like, oh, there's a pigeon, and I shot it. And, and then you're like, like, oh, like, another pigeon. In another pigeon. And I like, shot it. Yeah, I mean, the, remember how you were there when I killed the last buffalo in, yeah, Gra- no, in, you, in, in uh, Red Dead Redemption? You, you asked me about that achievement. I said, Jonathan, you know, if you kill the buffaloes, they won't come back. Yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, here's the thing with Red Dead Redemption. I had to get 100%. I had to. Yeah, yeah. You deep inside it. With Red Dead Redemption, I was. Because that was, like, the perfect... I am... That, not- was, that was the perfect combination of gta which i love mm-hmm. and a bit of casual gaming where you're just like i'm just gonna hang out yeah. pick a couple flowers and if i get attacked by a cougar i'm gonna kill it <laughs> or, and, and kill a buffalo oh kill, crap I yeah can't because and, so, it all and so in order to get 100 percent, i had to kill the buffalo because <laughs> uh-huh. that's like an achievement okay <laughs> and i'm talking to jake had i killed the last buffalo by the time i talked to you yeah i think he did no he came to me after he killed all of them yeah i said I well, killed, even I, if there was one left they can't come back <laughs> yeah, yeah, here's the thing usually <laughs> at least here, here's the thing with red dead you don't just kill the buffalo you skin them oh okay which makes me feel a little bit better that they didn't go to waste <laughs> but yeah i didn't know that they don't come back which you could just assume by the achievement <laughs> saying the last by biology class in school <laughs> <laughs> So I killed all the buffalo, and Jake goes, you know, they don't come back. And I was like, you're a fucking monster. <laughs> what have I done? What have I done? In GTA Five, like, what are your hopes for it? Because it's already gone gold. Mm-hmm. Are you going to do any of the collector's edition, special edition, pre-order bonus with the blimp? What are I you mean, doing? It's, it's a matter of, will I have enough money to do collector's edition? Sure. <laughs> but if, if I did, then yeah, I mean, it's a blimp. No, no. <laughs> no listen, Jake, be very careful. All you have to do is pre-order the game to get the blimp. Mm-hmm. 
So just pre-order the game. You got the blimp. Then what you're looking for with the special edition and the collector's edition, well, the collector's edition is kind of out because it's like a box and this craziness mm-hmm. and you buy like, you know, you get a car. I don't know what you get. But um, with the special edition, which is kind of the next one, you uh, I think that one's just like $20, $30 more. You get like a like access to a bunch of like things like skins and weapons and vehicles that normal people don't. Um, and you get the blimp. Uh, so special edition is it's 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 it's. it's it's nice, but I think I'm just going to go with a normal game, get the blimp, and, you know, because how much of that garbage are you going to use when in two weeks you get the GTA Online anyway? I mean, I'd probably, if anything, i just get the special edition. I can I can do without the actual physical things right. that the, the, probably the collector's edition comes with. Right. Um, but, I mean, I like, I like the customization of the characters. I mean, GTA 4, you know, it's rocking the zombie skin mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. with the beanie and aviator sunglasses. Right. Um. Did you play a lot of GTA 4 online? I did. Yeah. Uh, so what I like about this one is, first off, I'm not going to finish the game in two weeks. <laughs> right? Like the, like GTA 5 comes out, and then two weeks later, GTA Online comes out. Mm-hmm. And in those two weeks, I think people are really going to be pressured to try and finish the game. <laughs> right? Like, I'm going to finish the game just so that, like, if I'm playing online with people, they don't spoil it for me, or I'll get really good at the game, and I'll be able to own online. Um, it's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I'm, this game's gonna be fine wine. All right. I'm gonna take my time with it. Yeah. I'm gonna caress this game. All right. I'm gonna seduce this game. I'm gonna find every nook and cranny of this game, and then I'll be playing a little bit of online during. <laughs> right. Because you got to get out sometimes. Yeah. Oh, my actual real life. No, I'm not gonna leave the house. But in GTA, you got to get out a little bit. So maybe you go out and do the online. Um, that's my tactic. So after two weeks, I'll be trying a little bit online, but for the most part, I'll still be trying to finish the story. And then Guns Blazing. I mean, you're getting it for the Xbox. Yeah. And I'm getting it for the PS3. And I'm getting it for the PC whenever and, it comes out. And Kenny's getting it for the PC. <laughs> yeah. Guys, we're never going to be able to, like, make a game. I know. What the hell? Like, this is <laughs> kind of messed wrong? up. Like, this is... Mm, I don't want to get... I haven't played my Xbox 360 since Gears of War 3. And here's the other thing about the Xbox 360. It's two discs. And I know once you install one... You don't ever have to put the disc one in again, but you know what? It's just the just the idea of the thing, right? Do you still have all of your CDs on actual CD, and they're not in your iTunes as well. You're like, oh, I just like <laughs> no, 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 no. I listen to albums. I just like putting it in no, my no, computer. No. My, my, my Xbox. So here's the thing: I don't play my Xbox a lot. You have to pay for online, and you in in I also never bought a bigger hard drive. So the PS3, which I have tons of hard drive space on, it's free online. That's really the smart move. Can't, Come can't, on, Kenny. Can't you get an external hard drive for your Xbox? I don't know. Like, I, mean, I, I don't it. have one, but can't you? Yeah, you How can. many external hard drives do you have for editing? <laughs> like, I have a like ton, 20, but they're for editing. At yeah. least 20. But they're full of pictures Arm. of victims. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's not an excuse. <laughs> You're like, I couldn't buy it. Free online. Free online. Yeah, but I mean, and it's one disc. Can you chat with people who aren't playing the same game as you, though? I have no idea. I have <laughs> three. <laughs> I've got. Oh, I've got know. six oh. friends on that system. <laughs> well, I've got like I've got six friends total. <laughs> I've, got, I've got like VJ. Remember <laughs> VJ? Yeah, I got VJ, <laughs> and I see him on there. I got Frank Sanders. Okay. And I got. Hmm, all I know is I'm going to be killing them all. Well, that makes sense for you, though. I mean, you only have six friends. What are you going to be paying online for anyway? You know what, Jake? You convinced me. PS3 all the way. <laughs> PS3. Um, I'm excited about it. 
And uh, what do you know about the game? Do you, I mean, obviously you can like swap different characters during missions and mm-hmm. like during the thing. But you're telling me that this map is bigger than all like er- everything you've ever known. Uh, man, this is gonna be dangerous right here. <laughs> this is gonna be really dangerous because mm. I mean, you got the you got the cityscape, you got you know the forest, the, the desert. desert. Yeah, and, and, and th- now listen, you still have San Francisco, you still got Vegas in there, mm-hmm. so it's got the three cities, and then it's got like the little redneck town, all yeah. those cities from San Andreas are back. Mm-hmm. This is going to be dangerous, I might, I might have to actually put this in my calendar gaming, because like, I just can't, you know, with the Vice and the, the, the Dock of the Dead, and we're working on another project, and yeah. I might go to New York Comic Con for Miami Vice, and we got Kamikaze, and we're just busy, busy, busy. I just literally on Saturday started picking up gaming again. Like we'll use the PS3 to like watch Netflix mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But um, on Saturday, I found myself in a place where I had just handed in a script for Doc of the Day or for Miami Vice. I had finished shooting that week. I think George was out of town, so there was no shooting. We didn't have to shoot. And I found myself on a Saturday with like a two-hour window. Laura was not in the house, <laughs> and I go. Huh. This is awesome. A normal man would have used that time to just masturbate furiously. I use that time. But you can game at the same time. You can game at the same time? No, no, no. I'm saying so, you, but you can game at the same time. So no! you get that and game. No, I, guys, I got priorities. I read a comic book. <laughs> I read two comic books, which felt really good. And then I went and I said, you know what? GTA 5 is coming out in two weeks. I can't have Nino Cooney just sitting here unfinished. Right? Nino Cooney's the shit. <laughs> Nino, I'm telling you straight up. Nino Cooney is the shit. That game, GTA V, has got to pull like some kind of miracle. And it, it is capable of it, because I'm a big fan, to be the game of the year right now. Because Nino Cooney is like lapping other games right now. It is so much fun. It's such a beautiful game. But when I popped it in and I, and I loaded my save game... I saved it back in March. Like that is how long it's been since I was able to like sit down for an hour or two and just play a game. So I played it for two hours. Sunday played it for two hours. It felt so good being back in like the Studio Ghibli world, JRPG style. You know, grinding, fighting monsters. And then I come home the other night, and Studio Ghibli just sent me this the the, the, oh, the new movie that just came out. What was it? Uh, right. I'll look it up on my phone. Um, I'd already seen it, but they sent me the Blu-ray, and it was, uh, and it was, it was awesome to get. The, and I was like, you know what? Like Studio Ghibli, I'll just live in this world for about a, like two more weeks, and then GTA Five, which is kind of like the exact opposite kind of game as Nino Kuni. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of the opposite. Like Nino Kuni is like cute cartoon world, although it's got some dark stuff. Um, and then all of a sudden, like. Um, GTA is going to come out, and I will literally think that I'm a, like a gang member. <laughs> like I'm serious. When GTA uh, from Up on Poppy Hill is the name of the movie. From Up on Poppy Hill, and uh, when GTA Five comes out, I'm literally just going to like be hopping curbs. Since we're all like, going to be playing on people. different different consoles anyway, can we just create a real gang in real life, and that will be our experience together? I think so. <laughs> I don't see why not. I... We'll last all of three minutes. I, I'll be in the front. Uh, I will run them. You the down. bullet catcher? Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah, we could we could start a gang. Is Johnny Ice invited? Uh, yeah. Of you know course. what you got to do? We got to carry like we got to have like Gilmore with us to just like carry stuff. <laughs> it, I know we got a break coming up and we got to have a spot break. But I want to tell you something that I was telling. Uh, we've been for Duck of the Dead. Mm-hmm. I've been interviewing these like preppers and survivalists about strategies for like the zombie apocalypse. 
and somebody is like, you got to get fit, which I consider myself fit now. Like I've been running a lot and, get, and, and getting fit. But really like the, the, the idea of being fit in a zombie apocalypse or any kind of like disaster is you want to be able to also carry like your rations or maybe be able to carry someone who's injured, right? Like a loved one who's injured. And so you got to be fit enough to carry like your, like your loved one. Like I got to be able to carry Laura or something. Um, and then I started thinking, then I started thinking this. What about just having a bunch of like, like 10, 12 year olds around you to carry your shit? Right, like, like all of them with red rider rat wagons. Yeah, or maybe make up like uh, like like the Iditarog, like leash them up like the dogs, and just be like, all right, I, like I will feed you guys, and I'll try my best to defend you, but you guys are carrying all this shit in the apocalypse. And I said this to this guy who's like a serious survivalist. He looked at me like I was a retard. Like, he looked at me like I was a complete moron. He was like, you're going to be food in about 10 seconds. And he goes, he goes, so your strategy for the zombie apocalypse is to hang out with a bunch of little boys? <laughs> and I was like, next subject. <laughs> next question. Um, I don't think that that piece of the interview is going to show up in the finished film, but um, maybe there will be extras. All right, Kenny. Let's take a spot break. Uh, we're going to come back. We're going to talk about the rest of the video game lineup. And we're going to have uh, – I want to ask you guys questions, I wanna, especially you, Jake. I want to ask you PS3 or PS4 or Xbox One. That's the big question tonight. PS4 or Xbox One, I think we know where everybody's leaning, but Microsoft's been trying to make it up. So is it enough, especially to a Halo fan like you? This is Geekscape. We're talking video games tonight. Feel free to call us after the break, 323-622-8623. We'll be right back after the spot break. Peace. Listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. To leave your house to shop, to crawl through traffic to the mall, just to find the thing you wanted, isn't even there at all. Amazon.com is the answer. Shop at home and style and ease. Find exactly what you want. Ordering your stuff's free. Books on tape, games galore, everything you're looking for. Kindle, cameras, electronics, baby Einstein, hooked on phonics, Blu ray, movies, and TV, download, music, MP3, Pixar, Disney, microphones, pet supplies, and doggy bones, World of Warcraft, Nancy Drew, Sims, the Scruffs, Ishtim, too. Click Amazon. You'll smile with glee. Sometimes shipping's even free. Hey, Toad Hop listeners, the sports guru. And the butt knocker. From the Sportscast, Wednesdays, 4 to 6, Pacific Standard Time. You got to check us out, man. We do sports like nobody else. Cover NHL, NBA, NCAA, NFL. We cover all sports. We got you got not the fuck out. Bonehead of the week. Check us out on Toad Hop Network, 4 to 6 on Wednesdays. And if you miss it, go back and watch it live, toadhopnetwork.com, or download the audio from iTunes. While you're there, leave a comment and rate the show. Hey, guys, we need it. We're the nickel and dime show of the network. Check us out. A lot of fun. Does your car smell like you need scent bomb? Does your house smell like get some scent bomb? Does the bathroom smell like get some scent bomb? Go to GetSomeScentBomb.com today for the best air freshener you've ever tried. We are so confident that you will love Scent Bomb that we're giving away a free bottle to the next 12 customers to type in the promo code RADIO at checkout. If you're tired of weak air fresheners, try Scent Bomb. Scent Bomb is a concentrated air freshener, so all you need is just a couple of sprays and the smell will last for days. That's right, you spray it today and you still smell it tomorrow. We guarantee that it's the best air freshener you've ever tried. 
So go to GetSomeScentBomb.com and enter the promo code RADIO at checkout to get your free bottle today. There's nearly 100 fragrances to choose from. So go to GetSomeScentBomb.com. That's GetSomeScentBomb.com. What's up, Toadheads? Hey, make sure you check out the Toad Hop store on ToadHopNetwork.com. It's a great way to support the network and helps continue to bring you quality programming. Quality programming, my ass. Can you see I'm recording, you oh! With Gamefly, choose from over 6,000 titles. Play as long as you want and send them back when you're done. $8.95 to start, no late fees. Gamefly.com. Games delivered. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. All right, all right, all right, we're back. So, the actor who is playing Batman in Arkham Origins, mm-hmm. who is scheduled to come on the Geekscape, uh, be a Geekscape guest, not the, you know, to talk about being Batman, is uh, Roger Craig Smith. Uh, thank you for that, Ashton Lauren. Kelsey's sister. Um, thanks for thanks for for pointing that out, guys. I'm like fried. I'm like, if it's not Miami Vice or Doc of the Dead, it's here. The prophecy or um, Geekscape, and we just got these new writers, and we're excited about them. Derek's been killing it with the website, and anything you want to write, the site is yours, Jacob. You know that, right? Yeah, I'm still working on um, our our piece about the, the transmedia. Yes. Yeah, let, let's do that piece. Um, uh, while we're talking video games, Shane O'Hare put up a really great piece today about um, video games being a scapegoat for bad parenting, which is mm-hmm. very topical with GTA Five coming out. Um, yeah, and uh, and and then we got some new writers. I mean, this girl CJ uh, who lives here in LA put up this new series um, called Equip It. Mm-hmm. Where she she's like an, she like loves going on Etsy and checking stuff out and basically she's gonna take like the best Etsy's every week, like the the cool craft stuff and be like all right equip it this is the stuff you want to go get and um, th- th- there were these cool custom Star Wars dresses that were made out of like big T-shirts and so they take big T-shirts Star Wars T-shirts and they put like um, I guess like 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 sleeve support and stuff like that in there and turn them into like little dresses mm-hmm. and that was pretty cool. So you know, tons of new stuff coming up on the website and uh, and more news coming up uh, as far as Geekscape goes as we continue. Um, but yeah, that's the way things are going. Um, so let's open up the phone lines three two three six two two eight six two three to talk about Xbox One versus PS4. Um, I'm definitely like leaning in the PS4 camp. Mm-hmm. Um, Mainly, first off, it's it's a cheaper system. Mm-hmm. Second off, I think that they're going to have the bigger install base just out of the uh, just out of the gate. I know that right now Xbox is the gaming system and everybody has the Xbox, but I don't you think that that there was so that it was it took them so long to fix some of the PR mistakes from the fall from the spring that a lot of people really started calling on the idea of the Xbox to really the PS4's favor. Well, I mean, a lot of the PR mistakes were just miscommunication between everybody who was allowed to spout out information. Right. Um, I was on board with their rules and ideals before like they the, changed the, like, like the Connect thing? Yeah. You're, I'm, you're I'm okay with, with always being lo- like well, plugged into the internet. That's that's changed. But, I mean, even if it was always plugged in, it's like you can you were able to turn it off from the beginning. Really? Yeah. I'm it's so dumb. Just, it's, well, I mean, it's not your fault. Right. Everybody but, would just 
postings. Giant the, assumptions, yeah. right? Yeah. So from the beginning, Xbox, and everybody was infuriated about it. Like, oh, what do you mean i got to like check in on the Internet and make sure that all these games yeah. are... Right. But, but what about the whole resale market thing that they were trying to do, where they say, okay, you can't just go buy a resold game without buying another license for the game mm-hmm. and re-registering the game... Uh, so to play it, like I couldn't take my game over to your uh, Xbox and play it at your house. Not that we even hang out anymore because you're too cool for me. Um, without re-registering the game from your Xbox in order to get it. See, that that was also misconstrued because you were able to have like sort of a family group where say if I bought, you know, a game like maybe Call of Duty. Right. Right. And you're in my little family group. Right. right. You can boot up your Xbox and play any game in my library. Wait, what? You were at the beginning. You were able to play any game in my library, if as long as so as long as you were in my family group. Right, like you could bring the disc over and play. That's like what limited. It was limited to a certain number of people. It like was 10 like ten or five. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, that was. I wouldn't even need to go to your house. Wait, what? You would. You would be able to play it on your system without me ever even going over there. But that's also been changed. Oh, they ruined it for everybody. <laughs> um, so what is it now? I believe it's something along the same lines, but they haven't really announced the DRM specifics yet. Right. Um, and don't you think that the PS4 coming out first also help, like, um, hurts the Xbox One? I mean, the PS3 came out before the 360, and no, uh, yeah, no, wasn't the Xbox? It wasn't the 360 something that came that, that raced to come out almost a year before, and that's why it was so buggy. The PS the the PS3 came out in late. Uh, Is it uh, a year after? Yeah, the Xbox sure. the Xbox 360 came out in late 2005. I remember, I, I remember, because because Dan Trachtenberg and I were talking about it on uh, a ton of it on on Geek Drum, and it wasn't until late 2006 that uh, yeah, the PS3 and the in the Wii yeah, came possible. out. I mean, I, I have some friends who still have first generation 360s. Right. Of course, they bought new hard drives. Sure. <laughs> but uh, but don't you think that um, that kind of the first one out the gate, unless you're the Wii U, the first one out the <laughs> gate like 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 wins. Not necessarily. Because no. that's like when everybody ha- when everybody has their liquid cash, when everybody has like their paycheck, they're like, okay, well, I want to play a game now, not in two, three, week, four weeks when the when the other system comes out, and so I'm going to go with the with the cheaper one, the one that has a ton of specs anyway, and I'm going to get the PS4. It's got a you know I can play it now rather than wait another month for the system that I may also want. Well, uh, I know you mentioned the install base and sure. the launch titles and the apps that are going to be available for PS4 day one, right? Right. Um, I don't know if you're aware, but there's an article that came out. And Sony exec, I believe he's in charge of architecture for it. He came out and said that developers for the PlayStation 4, as far as people who make the games for the PlayStation 4, they're not going to get used to the system for another two to eight years. Right. But that happens normally, right? Like that's, like, any, like, that's any console. Like, like you look at consoles, like some of the great games come out in like the end of the console, right? right? That's like, like when they're learning to like really utilize. Like Ocarina of Time didn't come out until a little later on the N sixty four, and et cetera, et cetera. The thing is, I'm pretty sure as far as between the difference between the PlayStation three and the PlayStation four is a major graphical overhaul as right. well as performance. Aside from that, it's not exactly a different beast like it was between. The PlayStation, right. PlayStation Two. Yeah, they're, right. Well, they're, they're, it's not all crazy proprietary anymore. Yeah. Like they're all much more similar. They're all just like PCs in a little box with the PlayStation and the Xbox labeled on. Right. Well, hold on. Let's let's take a phone call. Maybe there's an opinion on here that that uh, Jake Lopez can shut down. <laughs> hey, hey, caller, you're on the air. Hey, it's Josh Jackson. It's Mr. Josh Jackson, our other video game writer here at Geekscape, and uh, he may have an opinion about this very very important subject. I, I, now, Josh Jackson, before I, Jake Lopez shuts you down, let but, me ask you a question. 
I found out. I've, I found out today that for that because obviously I'm I'm a nerd and I'm going to buy Ocarina of Time HD for my Wii U, uh, even though I've already played the game and had the game and played it on the GameCube. Uh, here's the question I pose to you, Josh Jackson. Knowing that the game is fifty dollars, are you going to get the collector's edition for ten more dollars that has the Ganondorf figuring? Um, I might now. I actually wasn't planning on getting the game at all originally because. What, really at, at what point in your life did your soul die? <laughs> Why would Probably you not want? The 10th HD collection came out at prices that weren't worth it to me. But uh, why would you not yeah. want to relive the the Wind Waker, one of the greatest Zelda games of all time? No, Wind Waker. Don't get me wrong. Wind Waker is my favorite Zelda game in the whole series. But to drop fifty dollars on a game that I already have on GameCube. Uh, with Wonderful 101, with Mario 3D World, and then GTA and everything else for all the other systems, it's like kind of prioritizing it. So it's like, nah, fifty dollars for a game I already have, or NHD. put that money towards like GTA or NHD. anything else that's coming out. So Ganondorf figurine. And no, 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 Ganondorf figurine. I would consider getting it for. <laughs> <laughs> he's I like, mean, he's like, I'm not going to spend this fifty dollars at all, but I'll actually go up sixty for the Ganondorf figurine. What the hell? I have, I have more figures in my house than furniture. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, you know what I like about you, Josh? You think like a gamer. I know. So what were you going to say to Mr. Lopez? What were you going to, what were you going to say to Jake? What was that? When you first called in, what was your argument before I derailed you with my own stupidity? Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, nothing. I was just going to, I was just listening to you guys talking about PS4 versus Xbox One and which one was kind of the one to lean towards. Sure. But I was going to be play devil's advocate somewhat and say what about neither at this point. What? Why wouldn't you get because the new gaming system? They're hot off the presses. That's the thing because <laughs> in, I've written, you know, I've written about it before how... Most like launches to get a system at launch nine times out of ten, and you touched down on it a little while ago. But uh, our libraries don't really come out for like the first two to three years, they don't start getting good. And plus, aren't you just like a bug tester at that time? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, when you yeah, think about like all like, like, and I, I do believe that, that Microsoft rushed the Xbox 360 before it was ready in the, the, the like huge number of red rings and stuff like that. Was a testament to the to the to the fact that that system really did not have all its flaws ironed out, at least the major ones. And when you race, when you put something out, don't you think that like that we're going to be bug testers with the Xbox One and the PS3 for just a, or PS4 for a while? I mean, that's how I'm looking at it. Just because typically I've always at least tried my best to get consoles when they first came out. I mean, PS3 was an exception because I didn't have six hundred dollars to waste. But uh, yeah, <laughs> in this case, you know, you have. Two consoles, five hundred dollars, four hundred dollars, and like you mentioned, the three sixty. Well, like Jake said, I didn't. Ha I personally didn't have problems with my first generation Xbox until a good four years after I had it. But then after I did that, I had like three Xboxes in a row just crash. Yeah. So, just combined with that and just the experiences with the three DS being relatively weak the first when it first came out, and then the Wii U, right, and just everything else. You know, it's to me. You know, combined $900 for the two systems, which honestly, in my opinion, neither of which really have anything worth buying for it right now. I mean, the only game that really impressed me between both systems was Forza because of the because uh, of the cloud-based technology that they're going to use with it. Right. But even then, I'm not really a big racing fan, so I probably I definitely wouldn't go out and buy an Xbox just for Forza. 
Well, when does Halo? So, fo- when does the, the new Halo? The, the, the not, not for another year. Halo and, 5. and I agree with Josh Jackson about the about Forza. Right. I mean, I'm not a racer guy myself, but I was blown out of the water. By like, Forza. what is some? What are some of the things they're, about they're, Forza? Their drivatar stuff. Which Dri- drivatar? Yeah, it's like you um, you race, and this it, AI it, 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 will yeah. record your tendencies about how you race. Right. Oh, and yeah. when I go to school and you get on. Mm-hmm. My drivatar will be there racing against you in your campaign. Right. So, so does that mean if I'm playing it and I have a drive for me, it will just crash into walls <laughs> yeah. all the time? And, oh, and, no, and then even my 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 drivatar will get a disability and become no, in a wheelchair. It's a, driva- it's a drivatar. <laughs> it's like, oh, sorry, you're this is your fifth driver that has so, a broken neck. So why did you add a D at the end of drivatar? <laughs> drivatar. <laughs> no. Um, well, that is impressive. But is that like racing your ghost cart in like Mario Kart? It sort of is, but. Even if you go without playing Forza for a while, yeah. your driver tar will begin to suck. It will begin to suck? Yes. So, like, it like fucks with you. <laughs> it acts like an ex-girlfriend that you never like, or like a girlfriend that like you never call anymore. So you can get passive-aggressive with your Forza <laughs> and be like, I, I think we should break up. Wow. That, so your Forza can actually get depressed. So like, it can like, get better. Like, when you get back to, like, your, um, when you get back to, like, uh, what was the, the, the dog game for the, the DS? Your uh, Nintendog, and it has like fleas and shit like that. <laughs> like when you oh, when yeah. you don't play your Nintendog for a while, it comes back and it like it like growls at you for ignoring it, and it has fleas. And then I picked it up after three years, and it was just a, a pile of bones on the like on the floor. It was a pile of bones, and like a bunch of Nintendog coyotes were like eating it. it was you and your new age gigapet. It'd just be surrounded yeah. by vultures if you yeah. didn't play for enough time. Yeah, I would like to think that somewhere up above. My Nintendog is playing peacefully with um, both my sea monkeys and my Tamagotchi, um, and most of my Pokemon. Uh, so, so you're gonna hold off. I think holding off is what I'm gonna do as well because there's just so. I don't think that the PS3 or even the Xbox, but the, uh, but I don't think that these are systems that are even maximized. You know, I, I think that like uh, I'm st- there's still great games like GTA V that are mm-hmm. coming out for the PS3. So it, it, I don't think that that's a system that's been saturated yet. What's different about this time around? Or exhausted, I think is the word. What's different about this time around is a lot of it's going to rely heavily on preference. Right. What does the consumer want to do? Before, I mean, gaming was rising to the top after 2001 with the original Xbox mm-hmm. and the PlayStation 2 with the three with the DVD hard drive, and right. then you're able to do a ton of stuff. You know, you had to get at least one of them. Fortunately, Dreamcast didn't make it. Right. But now, this time around, it is it is about preference. It's it, They're both cheaper, and we've seen what both consoles could do with the PlayStation 3 and 360. Mm-hmm. And then now they're making promises of what it can offer. But it's like Josh Jackson says, if, if, if it doesn't bode well for him, if it's not worth it, then right. he's going to choose not to and do it. And do you it. really want to turn these systems into your multimedia center? See, that's, that's another issue. You know what I mean? Like I know that I yeah, watch my I know I watch my Blu-rays and main, and I got the PS3 for Blu-rays on top of like the God of War threes and 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 stuff like that. But um, do, do, I mean, do you really want to do all that stuff that like the Xbox One or the PS3 were telling you about like or PS4 was telling you about like the various multimedia that comes along with it? Yeah, I don't, I don't think anyone's going to take full advantage of that except for maybe kids living in a dorm. Right. That's it. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, because I never even would have had Blu-rays if the PS3 didn't already come with it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's never been a major selling point for me, at least. Right. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I could, yeah. and when that came out, that was cheaper than most Blu-ray players yeah. anyway. And then same. That's why most right, people yeah. ended up gaming, getting it. They're like, oh, my God, only $600 for a Blu-ray player? <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> awesome. I can live fancy. Yeah. I'm living fancy now. <laughs> oh, you can see the pores in that actor's skin. That's completely right. And now it seems like everything's just digital download. It yeah, seems like no. uh, Blu-rays are going to go 
very quickly into the sunset, the way of Nintendogs, uh, <laughs> my Nintendog and my Dreamcast. Um, and especially the way Nintendo's been pushing digital downloads lately. I didn't know if you noticed how Wind Waker's coming out like a whole two, three weeks early. Yeah, yeah, no. Wind Waker's coming out two weeks early for. They did the same thing with Luigi, but like now Nintendo and I and I bet Xbox and and Sony will do the same thing. Where it's like okay, digitally, so we don't have to pay to distribute these to stores, and hopefully we get uh, a lot of you guys buying these things digitally to download. We'll start releasing them a week or two early. Here's the problem: Ganondorf figurine. (laughs) I want that Ganondorf figurine. Yeah, I mean, as far as I know. Microsoft isn't really giving any incentives to download games on demand. Right. I mean, I know on the PlayStation 3 you can pre-download titles, which mm-hmm. is nice because, I mean, as soon as it comes out, it's already downloaded on your hard drive and you start playing. So you pre-download it. It downloads, but the, but it hasn't become activated yeah, right. yet. It's like at midnight the that PS- night or whatever. Yeah, the yeah, PS3 yeah, right. does that now? Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. That's Technology. A, fact, but Man, what's the deal with stuff? I mean, <laughs> the, the underbelly of that stuff is, <laughs> no. though, is that GTA 5 files leaked such as the intro. And- so the GTA files did leak. Somebody downloaded it, pre-ordered, and then hacked it. And that's how, like, the spoilers and stuff showed yeah. up, man. Like, I'm scared of the spoilers for GTA <laughs> Five. Honestly, like... It only took three weeks like, to download. I, it's like 50 gigs. <laughs> I'm not coming. Uh, here, uh, like, when GTA Five comes out, until I beat that game, I'm not taking phone calls. <laughs> I'm not answering emails. That's what like, the show's going to be, just playing GTA Five. <laughs> my, my dad's going to be like, uh, I emailed you about Christmas, and uh, you still haven't gotten me a response. I'm not answering you until, yeah, I barely picked up the phone, Dad. Because I didn't want my dad to be like, hey, at the end, Nico Bella comes back. <laughs> Nico Bella comes back and starts shooting everybody. I'm like, whoa, Dad, shut up. Please. No. Uh, all right. All right, Josh. Before before he goes, I wanted to hear Joshua Jackson's opinion on the 2DS. Oh, man. Nintendo oh, announced this 2DS, which yeah. is a 2D yeah. version of the 3DS. It doesn't fold. No, $30 it's like, cheaper. It's like $30 cheaper, <laughs> which it should be like literally 50 bucks. <laughs> yeah. uh, Josh, what is your opinion on the 2DS? Um, as far as the 2DS, it's kind of like, kind of like why does it even exist? Because <laughs> I honestly don't see a point in – well, for one thing, it just creates consumer confusion, I think, because I can imagine people want being really – Confused as to whether or not 3DS games will work on it. And is it to, is, is it to trick grandmas at come Christmas? Like, do you think that's what's going on? Like to trick grandmas come Christmas? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, but I mean, one way or another, it'll get them extra sales just because of the cheaper price point, and they're launching it on the same day as Pokemon. So, yeah, no, that's a good point. Into the store for that, uh, and then picking up the 2DS. Supposedly, that, Reggie came out, like, or like the Nintendo of America, like spokesman president yeah. where, uh, Reggie came out and said that yeah, the, the 2DS is for like. Six to eight year olds. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah, because of the disclaimer on the 3DS that says you're not supposed to play it if you're under seven or something like that. Because it'll like fritz your eyes or something like that. <laughs> That's awesome. You know? Right. <laughs> but I mean, in all honesty, I don't really know anyone who uses the 3D to begin with. So I use the 3D. <laughs> I have a hard time seeing the 3D. <laughs> Josh, you're telling me because Josh and I go to these 3DS like street yeah. pass meetups here in LA because we're cool like that. It's kind of a cool thing. You got to be invited. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> Huh? We get we get together and we Mario Kart, and it's like we go to like little like little Tokyo, and you know like everybody in that group is like a Japanophile who's like, <laughs> have you seen the latest Evangelion film? <laughs> you know, like everybody's like really nerdy and they wish they were Japanese and stuff, and uh, and and I love these guys, I do, um, but uh, we get we, that's how nerdy we are. We do these groups and um, and. That whole time, I thought all you guys were playing in 3D. That's why you guys are all like, like really good at the games because you don't aren't distracted. I think that it takes it to another level. Like you're in the game. 
That's probably why they are winning, because they actually, can actually see the screen without it going into <laughs> double vision while they're in the middle of a game. Yo, man. Like, I say, you know how, like, when you go to competitions, it's like, like, like different competitions are rules? Mm -hmm. No. On these, we got to implement a 3D up. Like, if a 3D scroller, like, little thing, it's got to be all the way up when we play from now on. You, you guys, I didn't well, know you guys were a bunch of cheaters. The 3D on the 3DS was always just that it's supposed to be a portable system, but you have to look at it at a specific angle, so the vision... What are you going to do? Turn it around? Yeah. What well, do you yeah, mean? Yeah, it's a portable system, so when I'm on a bus or something and the driver doesn't know how to drive and it's just flying all over the place... Yeah. You're not playing in <laughs> speed! Are you kidding me? Like, come on, man! Keep your, like, get some forearm strength and keep it steady! You have to play at 50, 55 miles an yeah. hour or over! This is how I play my 3DS. You ready? I play my 3DS like this, like a freaking clamp! That's what they call me at the 3DS Street Pass group. They call me the clamp! Because I hold it, right? When you see it, it's like, you know... Like I'm clamping on it. Like you see, actually see like the like the like part of it like like bent a little bit. When yeah. I play my 3DS, it doesn't move. Uh 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 uh. You put me in like a like like one of those like um, seatbelt tests where yeah. you have to hold a dummy. That thing ain't that thing ain't coming out. You need like a harmonica holder just for your 3DS. This is why I'm buying the 2DS. I'm buying the 2DS as a stand for my 3DS. <laughs> Yeah, no, it can't a, stand because it doesn't said, tilt. With everything said as far as a 2DS, I'm probably still going to get it only because my 3DS's L-button's been broken for the longest oh, yes. time, and it's cost $100 really? to fix. So you I know what's actually cost them? It's cost them the trophy in the 3DS meetups. How, how did it break? Yeah, how did it break? Were you trying to imitate the clamp? <laughs> you ain't the I clamp, man. I don't know. It was, I don't know what it is. It's some kind of defect that the DSi had also where the shoulder it's button Oh, it's their fault. Stop responding. <laughs> it's their fault. So... I'm the clamp, and I ain't busting my buttons. You kidding me? And it's their fault. You know he's like, you know he's like, you know, in the, the in the arcade when they day. try and do like, like at first it was the R button that was broken, and then it switched to the L button one day, and it just hasn't been the same. You know he's like treating that shit like a crazy taxi cabinet. <laughs> 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 Remember when you play crazy taxi and you're just hitting the crap out of it? Like we, we had a, oh like we had a crazy, like in grad school we had a crazy taxi cabinet. We almost broke the damn thing because we were because it wasn't there like a boost you'd get if you like smacked it out of like yeah. park or like and, and you pick somebody up and you like smack it and we like people like the person who ran the like student comment would come by and be like, stop doing that. Because <laughs> we're just like... <laughs> you know Josh Jackson sitting there, like, you know Josh Jackson's like smacking the shit out of his freaking... All right, listen, Josh Jackson, I love you, but we're getting another call, all right? Hold up. All right, no problem, man. Thanks a lot. Thank you, brother. <laughs> all right, caller, you are on the air. What's up? Hi. Who it's this? Ashton. It's Ashton Lauren, who corrected me with the Roger Craig Smith news. Uh, so... What? No, nah, don't worry about it. Uh, so we're talking video games. Do you want to talk video games, Ashton? Do you have an opinion on this PS4 versus Xbox One versus Wind Waker with Ganondorf? My, my opinion, essentially, I'm just, it's really weird because I was watching the show, so I'm kind of like off. It's like being at Comic-Con. Uh, sure. Anyway, uh, my opinion is just like that I'm going to wait to see anything about them because I'm just here. I'm just seeing a lot of stuff that's coming out and like, is it true or not? Sure. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing like a friend's opinion who's experienced the system. So I think you're going to wait, or I think we're all going to wait. I'm not probably going to get yeah, it. Yeah. He's probably going to get it. Jake's going to get it. It's not like he's going to go to their house and play it. That'll be Jake. That'll be Jake. He's like, oh, I could be making films and pushing myself towards the future. <laughs> nope. I'm going to sit here and teabag people. Oh, no. and he'll buy one and then bring it over to our house and that's how we'll play it. Yeah. You hear that? <laughs> You hear that? You gonna let the women in your life push you around like that? I mean, uh, hey Ash, what's up? Uh, he'll be right over with the PS4. Um, 
No, so that's your opinion, Ash. Uh, what are you playing right now? What are you looking forward to in the fall? Like, what are the games well, you want to get before Christmas? The, it's surprise, surprise, the new Batman game. But I like, I still haven't finished two because I don't have an Xbox right now, so I have to play on other people's Xboxes. Uh, so I still haven't finished Arkham City, which mm. sucks because it has Catwoman, and if anyone knows me, they know how much I love Catwoman. Yeah, but Ash, let me just spoil it uh, for you. The Catwoman levels kind of the Catwoman <laughs> kind of stuck in, like it kind of stinks in Arkham City. Like playing as Catwoman isn't that much fun. It's fun for like five minutes, and then you're like, okay, I get to climb on the ceiling. <laughs> Like, 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 what is that? We get Batman, Batman, Arkham Kitty. We get. Yeah, I'll tell you, Ash. And it's in the, like, if it was a bigger part of the game, I could see like, you, like, it'd be fun. But don't worry about it, Ash. It's not that much fun playing as you're for Catwoman in like two missions. It's it's not a whole lot of fun, you know. Oh, I played the Catwoman part. It's just cause I'm really excited because I just want an actual good Catwoman game. Because I think the only Catwoman game was the one for the the thing that shall never be named. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Talk about that. Yeah, listen. Um, like, if you want to be crawling around the ceiling, go watch the Lionel Richie music video. <laughs> All right, it's a reference. She's too young okay. for it. Um, yeah, I think that uh, we'll see. I mean, uh, you know, hey, can, I mean, you can play as Deathstroke if you pre-order mm-hmm. on Arkham Origins. But can you play as anybody else? I don't think so. Okay. All right. Uh, I, mean, I want to play as Batmite. That's what I want to play as. Um, and anything else you're looking forward to? Obviously, I'm looking forward to the uh, Between Two Worlds Link Zelda game on the 3DS, and of course the uh, you know the, the, the Mario game where you can actually play as a cat and you can crawl walls. It's kind of like Arkham City, but it's <laughs> with Mario. Um, and I haven't picked up Pikmin Three yet, which I want to get. So I'm I'm failing with the gaming, but at least we're making movies and we're making some stuff. So <laughs> don't worry about it. Um, anything else, Ash? Before we wrap up the big show? Uh, well, I'm excited for Doc of the Dead. I really Good. want to see that, and I'm like insanely jealous. Like, I kind of want to kill you and wear your skin just so I can meet you people. <laughs> All <laughs> right, we'll see you guys next week on okay. Games. What the? F- <laughs> what? I'm I'm muting all of the mics and everything right now. <laughs> what? Why do you? Why would you? Wait, why? Because all this cool stuff that we're doing in the film. Yes, exactly. Like, I like <laughs> you too much to kill you, actually. Um, but it's just I'm so jealous because I, I I saw the um. The trailer, the teaser, I guess, uh-huh. and it's I'm like jealous because you're getting to meet like all these gods, and you're always posting about it. It's like I want, I want to meet. I just want to be around them. Sure. Because well, you know, I'm a huge, I'm a huge zombie fan. Like, um, of course. Most of my DVDs are zombie related. Right. Like, literally on my TV, I've got like Dawn of the Dead and Evil Dead setting on my TV. Right. And on top of it is a is a flesh zombie. But so I'm really jealous. I'm really excited. I definitely would. You know, I want to see more, and I would kill to work on it. And, yeah, because uh, I saw you looking for people. And I was like, oh. well, Ash, uh, l- let me tell you, um, I actually have, I've been sitting on something I haven't given Ash. I don't think I've given it to her, but it's like a signed Bruce Campbell You're always thing. sitting on every. Yeah, like it's a signed, yeah, like I didn't give you. Like, like, a backlog like so, so uh, I've got a signed Bruce Campbell uh, thing for you. Um, I can't say whether or not he's going to be in Dark of the Dead, but uh, he will be at Kamikaze in November, 1st through 3rd. So yeah, he'll be at Kamikaze. I'm planning on going to that. And that's right around the time the systems come out. So uh, we'll just figure something out for Kamikaze, and, and maybe you can meet Bruce. Uh, and that'll be close. And then when Duck of the Dead comes out next year, uh, maybe there'll be a premiere in L.A., and you guys can come out. I don't know. I, don't, I really don't know the future. I don't know the future. But um, but thank you for calling, and we'll figure out we'll figure out somehow to get you involved in something. Don't we worry, Ash. Don't yeah, I just, I'm, I'm excited. I, I'm just like jealous of you, and I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you're doing it because it seems to look really awesome. It's um, gonna be fun. But yeah, um, yeah. Oh, 
I don't know. I'm very awkward. Anyway, it's all right. We're, we're, Kenny's been playing the outro music. Thanks, Ash. Uh, Kenny's like, Kenny's like, hey man, this girl said she's going to remove your skin. I think we should go. Uh, no, Ash is great. Um, Jake, you're great. Uh, we can follow you on Twitter at uh, Jake underscore 108 because some middle-aged man has Jake 108. Yes, I do, and I have him in my <laughs> cellar, and I punish him every day for being a dirty little whore. Um, I'm at Jonathan London on Twitter. Uh, you, of course, you can follow Geekscape on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Just look for us, befriend us, go to geekscape.net, hang out with us, and read all the news that Derek and company are putting up on the site. And, yeah, Facebook's been blowing up for us. That's been fun. And we'll, we're here every uh, Thursday, 6 to 7 p.m. on the Toad Hop Network. For Kenny Craig, who you can hit follow at Kenny on Twitter, I'm Jonathan Lennon, and we'll see you guys next week. Peace. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.